Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How do you expect somebody who hates the world to love you? Right. Don't touch what is not, not yours. yours. Please. Guard your reputation. Guard your character. Love takes work there's a discernment and a wisdom that's necessary when it comes to vulnerability which is not every person can handle every part of you if i don't feel at home with you i can't call you sister that's fake sister girl codes that's excellent we need them we need them hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode it's going to be a juicy one we're talking fake sisters toxic friends and stealing boyfriends oh my god well bring the cleaning materials somebody gets work to do but before we do get into that we have some very very exciting housekeeping we got oh girl stop it so a little bit of an intro if you don't know already we've written a book um and we are authors and we have written to my sisters a guide to building lifelong friendship which is our debut book which is available to pre-order right now but anyway if you've been listening to us then you already know that all the links are in the description for the us uk and sa um south africa pre-order links but we've actually never seen our book's final form. Oh, I'm so we have been back and forth um, with our team at Bluebird and like our whole publishing team around what our book would look like. And we have um, shown you what our book would look like in a graphic, but we've never seen <laughs> its final physical form. But today, today, today. I'm so excited, man. This we have crazy. it. This in here is our book also if you're listening on apple podcast spotify just run yeah run to the youtube YouTube, just real quick this very same timestamp. um and we're gonna unbox it with you guys because we thought why not we've already opened the box but we haven't looked at it well done to you actually for sitting on this for a couple days so guys can you imagine (laughs) she went off to morocco to be doing hot girl hot girl hot girl this thing came like five days ago i've been looking at it in the eye just me and this book that's real sisterhood real sisterhood right there do you want to do the honest (laughs) Wait, yeah. child. Wait, oh. no, you've got to lift it so the camera oh, can okay. see. Hi, guys. Welcome back to our YouTube channel. So, as you can see, <laughs> put your hand behind it. The... Focus. Mm-hmm. Focus. Yeah. Um, this is the, the color cardboard 305. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to opening it. Okay. Oh, guys. This is. Oh, my days. she's a beautiful book oh wow this is a beautiful book oh my goodness oh yeah she's a gorgeous book this is look at that beautiful no but this the gold oh no she's pink inside as well oh no this is gorgeous look at her this is her look at that gold foiling look at that the reflectiveness oh 
We're oh, this is a nice. And we're in here. Just, oh, we're in yeah, the back. Just so that you can see that. Oh my God. Oh this my is a beautiful days. book. With the gold foil, it Yo, looks so real. This, co- this coral, this. Oh, guys, this is the our quality. Book. This is our book. We've actually written a book, bro. <laughs> She's thick, too. She's thick. Dude, that's some good quality. But she's also one that could fit in your bag. There we go. Um, she's cute. So if you would like to carry her along with oh, you. Oh, this is a beautiful book. I'm so proud of her. Oh, my goodness. We actually wrote a book. Wrote a book. <laughs> we actually wrote a whole book. This is a gorgeous book, guys. Have I already got makeup on it? Wow. Yeah, me too. I was looking at it. Like, is there anything brown on <laughs> it's this? It's a gold foil for me. Oh, this is gorgeous. Yeah, this is a gorgeous book. This is a book. You oh, no. She's table. really pretty. Wow. You know what's funny? Yesterday, oh my god! Even the um jewelry is it's gold foil. Yeah, that's right, reflective foil. baby. <laughs> the hoops and the the hairbands and the bracelets. And here's to and inclusion. Here's to inclusion. Yes, yes, yes. Shout all out the sisters. To our design team. We came up with this idea. Um, because we wanted all of the sisters to be represented on the cover and for it to be a display of just how vast and how global our sisterhood is. And yeah. She is phenomenal. Well done. Well done to us. This is us uh, like literally holding an answered prayer. Honestly. And a manifest prophecy. And we have future. a book. We yeah. actually have a book. Yeah. And it's a pretty book. It's and it's gorgeous. a good book. It's a great book. Guys, we um, wrapped up our um, audiobook recording and listening to the files and just listening over and hearing the book. You can also get a copy of copy the audio book as well. Both. Your, get your, both. Get both. Because the audio book is slightly different. Support your girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely stunning. Wow. Absolutely stunning. The words. We've really poured our heart, soul, and our minds into this. It's not just a book about, you know, sisterhood mm. in the flat sense. It's yeah. full of color. Um, Ooh, we've got some beautiful stories in there from yeah. our own life. Yeah. And we've also got some research in there too. Like we're not yeah. just, yeah, yeah we yeah, didn't yeah, just, just throw in our thoughts our and feelings. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? We're not you've just got activities. And prayers. You've got everything. No, um, but this gold foiling on the front. It's, it's very special. Mm. It's something very special. It's very cute. We wanted to capture that moment on camera. Uh, we are going to go and literally sleep with this by our pillows. 100%. Um, so what? our book is here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not going to know peace now. Our book is actually They're here. They're actually not going to know peace. Sorry, guys. All. This is it. Buy the books. Buy the book. Just get it. Um, and and yeah. come to the live launch. Oh, yes. We are having a book launch event on if the 13th you of March. you want to get some very special tickets, and I mean some special and if tickets. you try to get this book signed, child. Do you want us to sign your book? Not to me- We've got a lot to share, you know, now that I think about it. Not cool. to mention our interviewer for oh the live show. Oh, my gosh. From one sisterhood to another, her voice has probably grazed your ears, given you some laughter, brought your attention to many of the things that happen in pop culture, just given you bants. Yo. Shout out to our sis, Tolly T. From, from the, the receipts. receipts. Yes, we are so honored to be having Tolly be our interviewer for our live show. So if Crazy. you want to come and chill with us, you want to come and chill with Tolly, see us as, as a group of sisters have some amazing We're gonna conversation. Have some, fun. some fun, some laughter. Asking her the nitty gritty questions as well, then come to our live event, which is happening on the 13th of March here in London. Grab your ticket. The link will also be in the description and in the show notes. That's how you're going to be for the next 12 months basically yeah 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 and i love that for us i need this printed on a t-shirt that i could wear with the gold foiling so 
Be there, um, be square. Oh, be other housekeeping announcements. Yeah. Guys, it's all kicking off at TFS it actually HQ. Is. These experiences, ladies, I must, <laughs> nah, 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 on a level, because you're going to be crying if you haven't put in your boy application. <laughs> ladies, They've we are going to the United States. Yes. We're going to Bali. Yes. We are going to Ghana. We are and going to, have we said that on the podcast? We haven't, you know. Guys, yeah, we're going guys. to Desi December. Desi December. Girls in Ghana. But with a little, <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> all of you babes for the whole year. What? Watch it, Ben. Kenke, House of Cool, everything. All of it. <laughs> Look, wherever you are from, come with us. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, literally. We're going to have a good literally. time. Literally. So wow. we have added Ghana to our list of international escapades. And we're going to be there dirty December. So if you would like to come with us, if you've been thinking about visiting, we're turning back home. Um, if you are thinking about going to Ghana for the Christmas right. period, then why not do it with us? Also, if you are in Ghana, there will be opportunities to link up with us. If you are already going to Ghana or ready to maybe see family or you've already booked your flights and stuff like that. And you can also do an amazing, amazing cultural experience with us. We will take you around Ghana from Accra to Tamale, Everywhere. doing all the Dirty December essentials from brunch to nights out and seeing all the cultural exhibits literally ghana's about to be lit we're December. about to light up this entire world 100%. because right after ghana do you know where we're heading to south africa ah that yo the south african sisters <laughs> first of all i just want to say i love you guys with you my whole heart like the way that you guys show up consistently for this podcast but also you just mentioned south africa i just heard somebody <laughs> you know what i mean like they have that kind of the energy real, it's like we haven't real. even said anything i remember when we put out the list of experiences it was the south african babes they said rep. i didn't see anything else They're i just saw south africa hard. facts and we love you for that we appreciate you so much for rocking with us for supporting us for encouraging us right. as well which is really why we wanted to push to get that pre-order link for south africa it's especially out. and so it's out as well but honestly we cannot wait to come and chill with you dance with you laugh with you cry with you everything so we're everything. gonna be in south africa i'm even thinking about extending my trip i was literally about to say yeah we could do it yeah anyway also my birthday is in february so it's sounding like a big party i'm gonna I need mean, all my sa babes to come out and celebrate I me mean, for that for that birthday for that birthday all right cool we can make it happen we can make it work we can make it happen wow, but yeah there's a lot happening at tmshq we have not forgotten about our vision fund okay um vision fund the applications aren't many numerous they are numerous numerous Um, and we're gonna work through it yes because this one is not by random choice (laughs) (laughs) we actually need to work through it but on march 12th the weekend that our book is released is also the dedication of my little godson so the day means a lot to me but yeah on that very day we will announce who has won the one thousand pounds investment into their amazing zero equity investment i'm screaming a a give a give back so yeah the only return that we want is to see you thriving and And flourishing. flourishing so yeah that's all the housekeeping, I, I think. I think that's all the housekeeping. Thank you so much for sharing this milestone moment with us. If you want a copy of this book on your bookshelf or Ain't on your bedside so... table, or on your coffee table, or in your mind, you want score this. You want to pre-order this book. This is actually such a be- oh man. Oh, March man. 9th. Pan Mac, Bluebird, we love you guys. You know honestly. What I'm waiting They've to been... see the dedication. Pe- oh, oh <laughs> stop it. Oh, I ain't even gonna tell you who is dedicated to. Yeah, she's gonna be way. hella annoyed. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> she gonna be so annoying. <laughs> she is going to be annoying. The person who might my dedication is to might be on the podcast very soon. There you go. Oh, 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 ah, hello. So we could speaking talk about of guests, we absolutely there. love how you Bruh. guys welcomed Miss Zoe Alexandra. She is genuinely a powerhouse, and she's actually. People exactly she's actually a friend of ours so just to let you know this podcast of course we're going to be welcoming guests from you know high low all different types of places but for us it's very much about sisterhood and actually bringing people who are within our community that are really championing sisterhood so you're going to be getting the good stuff here and we were so honored pleased and happy to have zoe and we're so happy that you guys welcomed her so well honestly like it is one of those things that sparks a bit of worry or question when you're like oh if we bring on a guest change the dynamic will people respond well and it's so lovely to know that tms we have a culture of embracing people Mm. as long as they come on this couch and they are honest they are transparent and they are loving yep it's fine like you guys really rock with them and so thank you so 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 much thank you to zoe for coming on and being so honest there's so much about her story that you guys still need to hear um and just so much about her Mm. heart that we want to show you but yes more guests will be coming coming very soon soon, very soon well 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 back to our sisterly duties we have a well this is your episode why am i saying this girl but we we (laughs) I'm so flustered right now. I'm happy you picked it up. Yeah, Miss Courtney was just right. We have a ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Oh, and it's a good one too. It's hot. It's hot. Hot <laughs> off the press. All right. Dear TMS. Hey, that's so you- official. Ooh, <laughs> it's giving complaints. How you doing? Well, Wendy well, Williams was. <laughs> How you doing? I wanted to ask you guys about this dilemma I'm having with my current boyfriend. Okay. We've been dating for close to two years now. Mm-hmm. He's 28 mm-hmm. and I'm 25. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking about the long term and how we fit into each other's lives. Love that for you. This past Valentine's Day, I felt we didn't have the best one as I expected. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking more about what I wanted. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy and a perfect boyfriend. But I wonder if our lifestyles and personalities are too different. Mm-hmm. He's more practical and logical and I'm more of a free-spirited romantic. I know this isn't all the details, but I'd love to see what you both think about moving forward with a partner when you don't feel like you're getting everything you need from the relationship. I really like him, but I worry this is more than just a bad week. Mm. Love your Haitian sister from Brooklyn. Ooh. Brooklyn baddies stand up. Stand up. <laughs> um, that's we yep. used to do a whole TMS experience in New York. Yep. We lo- oh Jesus. <laughs> she <starts> it. <laughs> Only the NY babes will know what I'm talking about when I say that. Yeah. So I think (laughs) that uh, no one is perfect, right? So as much as you say he's a perfect boyfriend, no one is perfect. Mm. However, I would say that sometimes having balance in your approach to life um, as a duo is good, right? Having, you know, different perspectives and different approaches. However, I, I don't know if is this the same thing as you not getting everything you need from the relationship right so someone approaching life differently to you but still making the effort to communicate make sure that you get on the same page make sure that even if you you both don't come with the initial the same initial thought that you end up with the same conclusion or like an agreement on what it is that you are doing in the direction for your future um if you're with somebody who's willing to work through the differences Mm -hmm it's fine like it's sometimes just a cross you have to bear and it's not really a cross it's just a 
a process right. that you guys have to undergo when it comes to making decisions for your future. However, if the different approaches to life is what's making you not receive the things that you need out of the relationship, especially as you are building a future with each other, which I'm going to assume maybe marriage or just long-term commitment, maybe even having kids, buying properties or just building a life together, combining your finances, etc. You may want to think if this is something that will continue into the future. And if this is something that will continue into the future, is this something you could live with Mm. forever, right? So as much as it could be small compromises here and there now, how do those compromises make you feel? And how would you feel if you continuously had to make those compromises? If you continuously had to maybe let go of the things that you desired or the ideas that you had or the the vision you had for your future. And this is not to say that compromise is always bad, Mm. but if you feel like you're constantly feeling neglected or feeling like you're not receiving something that you actually really need it could be a compatibility issue and that could be something you want to look into as to can I take this on for the long term and I know that that can sound very scary because it's like okay so am I gonna break up with him or Mm. what but I think it's worth having conversations as well one thing I want to encourage when it comes to you having romantic or anyone in the sisterhood having romantic conversations is it's all well and good you writing us these dilemmas but please also talk to your partner right. and please talk to your family members or talk to the person who the dile- the dilemma concerns um and also try to hear their point of view and come to a solution with them because like you said we don't have the full picture we don't know how much um synergy there is or how much lack of um compatibility there is either and we can't really grasp that for an e- from an email so for me it's a little bit the details are a bit too few and far between for me to really come to a definite conclusion as to what it is that you should do. But I will say, pay attention to those cues within you that say, you know, do I feel like I'm constantly being overlooked? Do I feel like I'm constantly having to bend over backwards? Do I feel like we are really compatible? How do we conflict resolve? How do we come to um, an agreement surrounding the key major things that happen in our lives? How do we even, you know, come to an agreement about the small things, how we'll have dinner or, you know, things like that. Really pay attention to the behavior and patterns that you both display and come to a decision as to whether this is something you can deal with for the rest of your life Mm. or for the long term that you're planning for. That's what I'd say. How about you? I love that. No, I thought that was super comprehensive. No, I definitely agree. I think... The thing about relationships Mm. is relationships will always require active work. There is no escaping the work element. And I think that sometimes we have this idea that we can run away from doing this work by finding the perfect mate. Yeah, And I think the perfect mate and the perfect boyfriend doesn't actually exist. You find somebody that you can make a perfection with. And I think in thinking about whether this is the partner for you, it's not necessarily about whether he always matches you or he's always perfect, Mm. but does he compliment you? I think what has been beautiful about what you highlighted in terms of his key skills, he's practical, he's Mm. logical, and you tend to be more of a hopeless romantic type person. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It's all about balance, right? That, you know, practicality and that logistics thinking can be really useful in other areas. And I think likewise, you can also influence him in supporting him with being more spontaneous and being more um, ready to go with the flow. I think it's definitely about balance. 
and frustration is an indication of incompatibility Mm -hmm. if anything frustration is an opportunity and i think when we're thinking about relationships if we see frustrations as an opportunity to diagnose and understand more about the other person then we'll actually have a lot more fruitful conversations and even fruitful resolutions that would help with your overall um relationship so i and you know what? Tough seasons will come. Tough Valentine's Days will come. Yeah. Tough Christmases. I think sometimes as well, we have expectations mm. that, you know, all of our interactions with our partners will be perfect and yeah. will be magical and be wonderful. Mm. And I think sometimes we can have a bad interaction that can have us having insecurities as to whether will this, so whether this will work over the long term. And don't allow a bad day to make you think that you'll have a bad life mm, with this, this person. person. Bad days are normal. Or we that are they're a bad person. Exactly. Bad days are normal. Um, you will catch somebody off guard. Things won't always go as they're expected. What is most important is your response because mm. these bad days will always come. Nobody, no amount of a person's perfection will stop a bad day from coming yeah. and from penetrating. Yeah. What's most important is how do you deal with these kind of things? And do you have an open line of communication as well? How mm. often do you communicate your needs and your expectations to your boyfriend? How often does he feel like he can meet them? Mm. And I think that as much as we don't necessarily always, you know, marry or, you know, have um, long-term partners for potential, there are certain things in relationships that can only come with time. Yeah. And I think it's making that, Making that compromise and that sacrifice and understanding that you feel maybe 60, 70, 80% of what I think I need. Mm. There will be needs that you have that you won't realize Mm. that he will have to learn and vice versa. Mm. So I think that the fact that you guys have, you know, been going together for what, two years now, Mm -hmm. two years plus, that's that's a good sign. That's strong. Two years is a long time. Well, not a long time, but it's a relatively good amount of time to see whether I actually like this person. Mm -hmm. I'm compatible with this person. I compliment this person and we could potentially work in the Mm -hmm. long term. So I think definitely have that open line of communication with him and actually share your reservations with him. Not necessarily framed by I don't know if you're perfect for me, but more so I've been having some thoughts around our compatibility. What are your thoughts around particular, you know, issues? Talk to him about Valentine's Day. Yeah, I was about to say that. Talk to him about Valentine's Day because it feels like Valentine's has really triggered a couple different things in you, sis. And, um... Don't allow, yeah, the the season. Because sometimes mm. even as females, we'll think, oh, Valentine's Day has to look a particular way every single year. I need to feel this, this, that. Um, even two years down the line, guys can get it wrong and vice versa. Uncommunicated expectations will lead to resentment. And disappointment. And disappointment. So please, please, please have a chat with him. Tell him these are my expectations around the holiday season. Yeah. And talk to him about how much you're willing to budge as well. Yeah. Because again, maybe he may have been going for a tough time. Yeah. Maybe it just wasn't, you know, maybe it was just a bad day. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't feeling it you should have enough rapport between you and enough, you know, communication between you guys to be able to have that conversation. Um, So definitely do that. And then where you can, obviously involving your community is important, but don't use it as an opportunity to gossip about your relationship or gossip about him or compare. Be wise in who you bring in and why you bring them in. Um, Oftentimes friends can be really good at telling you whether you're bugging Mm. and I think this is a great opportunity for you to be like yo am I bugging like have I communicated well um and have not necessarily too much of a range of people because too many cooks spoils the pot Mm. but having like maybe one or two trusted friends that you know are not necessarily just there to have your back and reassure you but can tell you the truth about your behavior um to give you an alternative um viewpoint as well so that's what I would say yeah and Valentine's Day as much as we were harping on this um like jumping onto 
to people about yeah. this. I know we say like it me it means something when it means something to you, but it, the date doesn't necessarily matter. Right. So you can always take an opportunity to recreate it. Like if if February fourteenth didn't go the way you wanted it to, have that conversation around how would you have wanted it to go and recreate it on like the twenty seventh of February. There you it go. Doesn't, it, yeah, it's fine. It's you can revisit it. Valentine's Day can be every day if you wanted it to be. You know, for some people... I need to replay that clip of you saying those people that say Valentine's Day is every day. No, it makes me sick. (laughs) It still makes me sick. But honestly, like, you can have a do-over. Yeah, of course. As long as you come to the agreement that, like, we got to do this over. Exactly. Buy yourself red roses. They're still in season, babe. Oh, roses will always be in season. Communicate those expectations, baby. Sending you lots and lots of love, sis. Genuinely hoping that, you know, you guys are able to work something out. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, please, de-stress your minds. Yeah chillax yeah. you got this 100. we're rooting for you 100. um but definitely sisters if you are listening to this anywhere on any platform we would love to hear your thoughts on the dilemma do you know what was actually funny what and not um last week the mm-hmm. week before mm-hmm. you know the dilemma and when we didn't hear oh the four my years God. oh the girls goodness me the girls were like um excuse me ma'am 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 <laughs> four ma'am. years <laughs> it's the situation and i love it for us i love that we are all on guard about the whole now that it was the people in the comments like i've been in one for eight years i've been in one for six years i've been deliver yourself asap leave asap honest to god like (laughs) i'm so glad i would i I picked up on that detail because i was really about to give the worst advice i even saw like really early yeah yeah yeah. so i was like i disagree with your uh, approach yep, to the dilemma. Yep, yep. I was like, babe, we didn't hear everything. Yep, yep, Just get yep. to the timestamp. We'll it was change. the politeness for me. I was like, hi, sisters. I love you guys, but I fear. <laughs> I fear you. I fear you may have gotten this one wrong. And I said, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Scroll, just, just, just take the, uh, just uh, the, the, the time, just yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Just because we, we repeated rubbish. the four years, you said villain origin story. I was cackling. Four years? But is this not a villain of your story? It is, it is. This is actually bonding. Although some people had some alternative views. Some like, folks were like, um, as long as you're two consenting adults. And... You can't consent in that. <laughs> I think it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> She said you cannot consent to a four-year situation. You must be you must be under an illusion. Must, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call a phone a friend. Phone a friend. But um, also, like, I get it. And I think we we outlined that in the response, right? What are your expectations? Absolutely. And I think that that's the same with relationships, even this dilemma, where it's like everyone can have an expectation of what absolutely. February 14th looks like. Some people don't want anything, some people want loads of stuff. Right. And it's like, as long as you communicate what you want and you are also aware of what you want, Hello. that's completely fine. You mm-hmm. can want whatever you want for your life what i said was that on this platform (laughs) we will get you to also investigate the reasons why you want the things that you want and i'm gonna stand by that because as much as we can say your life is yours to live and it's true you know sometimes no it's true sometimes (laughs) someone needs to bring you to the awareness of your madness yeah or the fact that this is from stemming from an insecurity or a lack of expectations or low self-esteem or you know um the fact that society has taught us something which may not lead to us having a productive happy and healthy relationship that's what we do here on this podcast and so if you want to let your autonomy run you into a ditch (laughs) that's completely fine but we will let you know there's a ditch over there. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, you can run into it if you like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and we in would fact, be you may not perceive it as a ditch. You may think this is home. A for great me. dwelling place. This is home. But for should me. someone not make you question that? Are you a hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> 
raccoons in the building any raccoons in the building um but no sisters that was great engagement hilarious for it real, made me laugh you. i saw those comments i was like damn they coming for our edges Genuinely. then they were like Ed, someone was like edit i see that you have seen <laughs> God bless you. Nah, thank you for being on guard though. We need that sometimes. We're not always going to get it right. In this situation, we did eventually, but we're not always going to get it right. So always, always look out for the sisters. Actually too funny. But speaking of looking out for the sisters, this episode is all about looking out for the sisters. Mm -hmm. And in the spirit of sisterhood, we've got a guy that's come out on, you know, sisterhood. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it has come to my attention Mm. that there are folks out there that are fake. Wow. Fake. Wow. Wow. Rolexes are nice, but Ooh. you know what's not nice? Ooh. Fake Rolexes. So fake ones, yeah, the ones that go tick, tick, tick. The ones that look good, but are not authentic. We preach and preach today. <laughs> and um, what actually, I guess, um, what's the word? Inspired? Yes. God, no English is a basic one. <laughs> what actually inspired this episode was um, a story mm. on the social medias, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, where a babe had shared that she had a very, very close friend, like literally close bestie almost. Yeah, sister. Gone to the baby shower, knew you know her and her partner really, really wow. well. And then got with her man. After they had broken up or when they were together or what? That is unclear. <sighs> Tough time. But the level of proximity and the closeness, of mm. course, social media has been a buzz, mm, mm, a light, mm, mm, a flame. Mm, mm. Yeah. And it seems that this story is actually quite common in that we have quite a few sisters that have had the backstabbing friend. Mm. And I think what also sometimes is difficult for us is mm. that when we are proponents of sisterhood and all that kind of good stuff, we are so often met with women who are telling us stories of women that have been fake sisters or close to them for a particular reason or stolen their boyfriend. And in some cases, husband. Um, So I wanted to start with fake sisterhood. Yeah. How do we spot a sister who is fake? Who is fake? What is fake sisterhood? What is fake sisterhood? Let's explore that. Let's let's take it. I think it's oftentimes, like with any relationship, you really have to hold it up to the light sometimes and really inspect. Even though this thing looks good and it says the right things, is it really the real deal? Mm. And I think that that only comes through testing Mm -hmm. it's like what we were saying with the rolex right Right. quality control and the only way you can do quality control is to put it through a few things now this please do not get my words misconstrued i'm not saying put your friends through these obstacle courses in order to get them to prove themselves to you however i do think that when you hear someone's heart in the times when you are very vulnerable when you are going through a lot of challenges and you kind of see their actions not just them saying things but the way they come out to support you Mm. the way that they affirm you the way that they will sacrifice for you I think that can also be a great way to qualify whether somebody is being authentic or not but in this specific situation I think we have to remind ourselves that sometimes things don't work out Mm. and it's unfortunate but love and relationships is a risk sisterhood is a risk right and as much as because i can't say oh she would have done did it it's like all those red flag green flags videos right but sometimes you get with someone or you find yourself in friendship with someone who at some point has a mental break they just change who they are they do something which is against the morals that they said they Mm -hmm. once had Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. but sometimes people literally just switch up on you um because 
not necessarily because they've always been an evil person, but actually they may feel they're justified or they may feel like um, this is just something I wanted to do. I wanted to do something for me. And they kind of forgot about their allegiances to all of their friends. Mm. And I think this is a warning to all of us that sisterhood and being a good friend is something you're constantly working on. Right. It's not just something that you magically become one day and stay. It's something that you're constantly working on. Making sure that your heart is in a good place is mm. a constant work. Mm. Making sure that you're glowing and growing is a constant work. Yeah. It takes constant revision. Is my heart in the right place? Am I becoming jealous? Am I comparing myself? Am yeah. I coveting? Yeah, Am yeah, I? Yeah. Do I want what she has? And you may think, but it didn't start off this way, but mm. it can end up that way. Mm. These things can creep in literally overnight, right? You can be thinking, oh, this is my sister. I'm her rider. Any Her wins are my wins. All the things that, you know, we say on the podcast. And it's like, okay, but it takes that one win mm. that you've always wanted, but you haven't had that she now has to turn you from a supportive sister to a witch. It takes one. It just takes one day of her enjoying something and that one thought creeps into your heart. I wish it could be me. Mm, or why can't mm-hmm, I have that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And I'm saying this because so many of us think that we can't get there, but literally it's one thought. It's one thought that you let yeah. take root in your heart and you water it with your insecurities. Mm. You water it by telling yourself she doesn't deserve it. You water it by, you know, having to keep up appearances, but deep down in your heart, your heart is slowly rotting yeah. towards her. That's how you kill sisterhood. So I wanted to kind of firstly say that sometimes people don't start off as evil. And that's why sometimes you don't spot the red flags. And sometimes people even don't know they're being evil, there but go. they're being used yep. by the evil one. Oh. Not That's being used as a vessel. Ooh, it's a topic for another day. That's another day. <laughs> it's a topic for another Manifesting day. Manifesting. Which? 100%. And then the second thing, I mean, well, many things have been said. The next thing is a fake friend or a fake sister to me is somebody whose actions stop aligning with their words, mm, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody can go from being real, real to being fake yeah. in a moment, yeah. right? Um. And this is why it's important to stress things like forgiveness and stuff like that. So it's not, fakeness isn't necessarily somebody who's made a mistake. I think fakeness is somebody who their actions constantly do not match with their words. Or there's been a huge betrayal of the culture and the conduct that you've set as a track record in your relationship Mm. especially when your friend knows this is a boundary yeah this is a no-go you don't talk about this thing you don't do this thing like we've had the conversation in our friendship group around um would you date an ex And we've had to lay our boundaries about don't touch that man. Once I've had that man, don't touch that man. That man man is labeled. He's for the streets, (laughs) but you live on this street. He's for that street. You live next to me. (laughs) Right close. Real close. So I think it's worthwhile also having these conversations. And like we said, we've had this conversation in our friendships and it was a, you know, girls night in. We're joking. It was jovial, but it lets you know, these are the boundaries, Right. right? Once you've had these conversations, if somebody now acts in violation of that, well, you ain't a sister anymore, right? So I don't think it's necessarily about being a fake sister, even though I do think those things exist. And the way personally I pinpoint it is, you're saying all the cliche stuff, but your actions aren't matching up. Right. What are the qualities of your friendship? Mm-hmm. How do the women mm-hmm. in your life actually feel around mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. So there's one thing to say, I'm a sister, I love women, I support women. Yep. But anytime a woman gets something or anytime a woman doesn't um, live up to the society stand or the standards that you have of womanhood or femininity, absolutely you're quick to criticize her. You're quick to 
throw her under the bus. You're quick to backstab her. You're quick to call her nothing. You're quick to do all these other misogynistic things Mm. to her because she doesn't align with what you consider to be worthy of friendship or worthy of um, respect or Mm. worthy of love. That to me is a fake sister because one thing, and we detail it in the book as well about the fact that a huge element of sisterhood is solidarity, right? And it's actually... For me, it's reminding yourself that there is a duty of care Mm. that we have towards women, which is what makes us frustrated when a woman violates us, right? When a woman betrays us. Because it's like, I expected you to have that same allegiance, Mm. that same um, commitment, that Mm -hmm, same mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, kind of... I expected you to have uptaken that same duty of care to women in your life that I have because I call myself a sister, Mm. right? And that's why we have every right to be upset when a woman does something like this and she violates a boundary. But we can't get upset if we also do away with all of that standard, if we have no expectations for the women in our life, which is why we find ourselves in a a catch-22 when we say, I don't need sisters because sisters have let me down right? How can a sister let you down if you don't have any expectations? Mm. And if you have expectations, then you know you need a sister. Jeez, you spent and spent tonight, huh? Do you get what I mean? So it's like, in order to be able to rightfully criticize, mm. you have to have hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have expectations. Sure. And so I don't want this to be kind of a you know, girls are out here, and this is what people do, right? Girls are out here being fake. We don't need girls. How many times have you given that man a chance? How many times have you, one man has broken your heart, you still put on your mini skirt and your high heel and you go looking for another. Why? Because you believe that your one is out there. Right. When it comes to friendship, you don't need many. When it comes to sisters, sorry, you don't need many. You need a couple couple good good ones. Mm -hmm, And a couple mm -hmm. good ones are out there. You are not the only good people, person Mm -hmm, in the world, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So it's worth still searching for that. But I still empathize with people who have been heartbroken. 100%. By sisters 100 percent. how about you what do you think of fake no fake i think sisters? Ugh, fake sisters i just don't like fake people point blank, point period. blank period i don't like duplicitousness i mm-hmm. don't like people coming to me with one kind of energy but you have an entirely different kind of Two energy faced. we have so much heartbreak that we go through in life from yeah. so many different for- forces places all of that kind of stuff that when it comes from a friend or a sister because mm-hmm. sister is deeper than friend mm-hmm. i think even that like we use sister with such a frivolity it's like oh that's yes hey, sis. sis hey sis it's like we say that when we say hey sis it's a recognition of oh your blood yeah 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 and I'm not blood absolutely not blood it makes me think of the um phrase the um blood of the covenant is thicker than the, the water, water of the, of the womb. womb it's like when we say hey sis it's not just a hey sis how are you doing just um anybody anyhow yeah. it's an invitation to intimacy it's that's an good. invitation to proximity yeah. so to me if there is any hint of um inauthenticity if there's any hint of like a very problematic character then it is a like fundamental breaking of that Mm, covenant that we have together it's a covenant break right it's a this is why when we think about like self-awareness and Mm. sisterhood the two go hand in hand hand. because to be a good sister you need to be very self-aware yeah and i think that in terms of like spotting fake friends Mm -hmm. and spotting fake sisters Mm. you really do need to do an analysis of yourself first Mm. because i love what you were saying about the fact that it's not necessarily that people always go out to be a fake sister but sometimes we don't catch evil before evil manifests 
And the thing about evil is evil is a process. Mm-hmm. There's like mini evil. There's like baby evil. Mm. And then baby evil becomes teenage evil. Mm. And then teenage the evil becomes adult. It. And then adult becomes, oh, this is an infestation of, yeah. of evil. And I love what you were saying about evil being fed by our insecurities. Because oftenhood, oftentimes, fake sisters and fake sisterhood is fed by insecurity. insecurity. It's a desire for proximity and intimacy without the work that's attached to Come it. On, it's the desire for the... Um, appearance of love without actually having to be love or Mm. manifest love love takes work and i think that even when we think about friendships as well right like i love that you're talking about romantic relationships and even in the example of the babe who her friend stole her boyfriend or whatever it's we're all looking for love but in our pursuit for in our pursuit of what we think is the ultimate love we are actually allowing ourselves to be used by evil and we're actually shunning love like real real love love, which is so insane yeah it's like you're going for this ultimate prize and in the pursuit of this ultimate prize you are losing so many prizes that you've had before Mm. so many things that you have kept and it's like how how much are we willing to step on the toes the necks the heads of our sisters Mm. in pursuit of men to the point that we're actually destroying communities, like entire communities, to the point where we have yeah, women families. and, you know, um, females yeah. are now known as not being capable of having sisters or yeah, having friendships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or being or being good people yeah. to other women. Yeah. And it frustrates me so much because even as we've detailed so many times in the book, we have benefited from having wonderful mm-hmm. female friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we are a testament of wonderful mm-hmm. female friends. Like, mm-hmm. this is my best friend. And, like, I couldn't imagine a world where she would intentionally harm me ah, because of how much we <laughs> what it even puts fear inside of me do you me. know what i mean like <laughs> my day i wish we had more fear and trembling yeah. around how we treat our sisters yeah. because it would prevent so much of this ill-mannered ill behavior yeah. that we are just here postulating everywhere it frustrates me so much mm. and i think in terms of like spotting fake i guess sisterhood as well i think that whenever you're in a situation or you're encountering people around you that make you feel uncomfortable Mm. for prolonged periods of time, that's a red flag. flag. Because for me, your sister should be your safe place. When I think of my real life sisters, like my actual blood related sisters, I feel comfortable around them. Like, you know how there's certain people that will come to your house and you're like, oh, I need to clean up. I need to do all of this. My sisters will come to my house, come rain, come shine, whatever whatever it's looking like and vice versa. When I go to visit them, it's, However they are on the day is how I'm going to get them. That level of comfort should be and should be something that we aspire to when we Mm. think of sisters that Mm. are related by blood of the covenant Mm. and not blood of the womb. Mm. And it's like, if you are perpetually in a feeling of fear and trembling around your friends or so-called sisters, then something is up. There's something around either your character or Or potentially theirs theirs that is preventing you from feeling at home there. This is the thing about sisterhood at home. If I don't feel at home with you, I can't call you I sister. That's call fake. You sister. Sisterhood is home and it's home. home provides a safety and a security. But also if all of your friends are engaging with you on this, hey sis, that's my sister, that's no. my da da da. But it's all surface level. Bruh. It's all about how you look, what you can achieve together, what you give them access to, what they give you access to. And there are not ties that run deep. If there aren't veins to this thing, if there aren't roots to this thing, it may not be what you think it is. And mm-hmm. this isn't to say that the ultimate test of sisterhood is time mm-hmm. because I have definitely met someone where it's like, girl, we were meant to be sisters 110%. and I've only known you yeah, for yeah, a year yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. But it is to say that 
those roots must run deep, right? And sometimes the roots run deep, not because you have established your relationship together for a long time, but because you've been doing the work individually for a long time. And now something in you ignites something in me. And I know that we are all part of one big tree, which is sisterhood, which is why oftentimes when you guys meet people in real life who also listen to the podcast, you're like, I know I could get on with you. And it's like, that's the sort of thing of I've got deep roots, you've got deep roots and our roots are similar. They're Mm -hmm. in similar soil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now we know we can actually grow together, together intertwined safely right um and also that we will bear similar fruit mm. but i do think the the struggle sometimes with sisterhood and the way it's pl- played out especially in a commercial social media and media sense right. is it's way too superficial yeah it's way too surface level it's way too i stand with you sis no you don't you don't know my story you don't support me you don't know my journey you haven't sacrificed for me you aren't helping me um and i don't feel safe in your company whether that be socially politically emotionally Mm -hmm. relationally and that's not sisterhood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that can be friendship that can be acquaintanceship Mm -hmm. but it's not sisterhood absolutely Sometimes you've got to be honest with yourself about that This is the thing. And sisterhood gives you a a vision, a line of vision and a line of sight that other people don't Don't have. have. When I think of, again, my blood sisters as well as my sisters, you know, that I've picked up along the way, they can see me outside of how others see me. So even when I think of things like comparison and jealousy and all that kind of stuff... If you were really sisters with someone, you wouldn't just see their wins and think, I want this. You would see their losses and think, how can I help you win bigger? bigger. Do you know what I mean? It's like when a sister has won something, that's a win for the community. And it boggles my mind when I think of things like engagements or new jobs Mm. and all that kind of stuff. If that is your sister, yes, you might be feeling, it's natural to sometimes feel a type of way of, oh my goodness, like such amazing things are happening in my sister's life. I also want these kind of things too. But equally, knowing this person and knowing what they've gone through to yeah. get there, knowing the things that have been part of their life, yeah. you two should be celebrating them and thinking, how can I help you to even, I want this win to be bigger, bigger. than what this win currently is. How yeah. can I support you? How can I help you? How can I champion you? Yeah. If you have women in your life that are not championing you and call you sister, that is not your sister. It's time to press the eject oh, button. There we go. Eject. Or call them what they are, friends. And that's Okay. And that is okay. It's fine to have different levels of engagements and proximity to people. I think that is a big issue within communities and within, just like when I think of like social media, when I think of like Facebook, right? That was the first like faux pas, calling everybody that you connect with a friend. No, you're not my friend. You're probably somebody that lives like 10,000 miles away that I don't know from Adam. There we go. Thought I looked cool or nice or interesting and I decided to call a friend. There are levels and layers to this. And this is why when we're thinking about like fake sisters, the pain hurts like the pain is much deeper than fake friends or fake acquaintances because there is a layer of proximity and intimacy that is um, anticipated when we use the word sister and sisterhood Mm. and even when we you know we call this to my sisters and to my sisterhood there's a level of depth that we are calling to and speaking to when you know we share our thoughts on this podcast it's not just about friendships Mm. it's about sisterhood Mm -hmm. it's about covenant it's Mm -hmm. about bonding it's about intimacy and proximity and if you have people around you that are not dedicated to cultivating these things with you cultivating that soil of course you're not going to grow Mm -hmm. look at their fruits look at like the plants that you're growing with these people are you cultivating the transparency that we're always harping on about the self-awareness do you feel comfortable with these people do you feel like even the whole oh um 
it makes me think of the example right yeah. like oh i can't leave my friends around like my boyfriend or something like that that's weird <laughs> i know i need to clear that up that's weird. now this is not us saying don't have boundaries right right but to be a- unable to like present your man to your friends in any capacity and have them mingle either you do not trust these friends or you do not trust this man one or the other it's a bit it's scary. one or the other yeah it's one and or i the think other. one one thing that came to your mind and like a huge kind of thing we may need to delve into at some point which is you were talking mentioning words like covenant and intimacy and all of these things are heavily spiritual to some right, degree right and there is there is an element of sisterhood which is spiritual which is you having a deep close-knit mm-hmm. relationship with someone which is based on an exchange of promises an exchange of um very intimate and vulnerable things that are particular to you and particular to them, which run way past just surface level friendship and which are, we're called to do life together. We're called to help each other, literally help each other's destinies. We are connected in a way that almost cannot be explained, but it just is what it is. Blood could not make us any closer. Blood could not make me love you any more than I actually do. Because there is a spiritual aspect and almost an ordination aspect to sisterhood and you're kind of appointed to someone's life as a sister and you take up that mantle, you take up that responsibility, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there is also a spirituality that needs to be employed in maintaining sisterhood, which is the act or the gift or the practicing of discernment, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, And when mm -hmm, I say mm -hmm. discernment, it's more than just wisdom. And some some of you may refer to it as like intuition or right. your gut feeling. For us, it's the Holy Spirit. So once we <laughs> kind of pray and we kind of discern, what is this person's true feelings behind me? What are they act behind their actions yeah. or towards me? Or, you know, what can I actually be doing to really pay attention to who this person really is and not just what they say or who this person really is and not just what they present because there are so many people who know how to fake it till they make it but you have to know who not to let make it you know you no 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 for real for real you can't go past this point no 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 no, no. you can't and and it's not being all hocus pocus spooky whatever but there are just some people who you know how there's some people some people your friends are friends with but you're like they don't they don't sit well with my spirit i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. and then later on you find out Mm -hmm. i thought i thought as much that you were a shady character a a shady character and it could be things that you were seeing them do outside of your relationship and i think that's another indication as to whether someone is truly a close friend Mm -hmm. an intimate friend Mm -hmm. which is are they just good with you right you know when they're around you do they say all the right things about how they'll love you they'll be intimate with you they'll always be there for you you're gonna you know move into your dream apartments together and they're gonna help you build your life but then after that conversation they tell you gossip about everybody else they tell you how they dislike this person and they wish bad on this person or even their perspective on society is a bit you know clouded by pessimism and just a general disdain for all things good and lovely do you i mean it's like how do you expect somebody who hates the world to love you right it doesn't work that way so if that is giving you like a, a thing in your heart that says, whilst you can love this person, you can't fully trust them in that way with all of you. I think that that's something that you need to pay attention mm. to. And there are different degrees to, there's, there's an aspect of wisdom. You can be a sister to somebody 
but not be your most vulnerable with them. And I know some people will be like, that's completely contradictory to some of the things you say, but there's a discernment and a wisdom that's necessary when it comes to vulnerability, which is not every person can handle every part of you and not every person can handle every part of your story. And so there are certain sisters in my life who I know I'm there to support them, but I can't go to them for the certain supports I need because they are just not strong enough in these areas yet they are still growing and I am actively taking on the responsibility and have a very deep understanding of the imbalance which I am accepting which is I am there for them but they cannot be there for me but I know who is there for me Mm -hmm. and I know that they are not there for me with good reason and once they get to that area of maturity they can be there for me but the issue here isn't their heart it's their capacity Mm -hmm. do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. and so it's also having a discernment of does this person have the capacity to be here in my life in this specific right, way? Right. And if they do not have the capacity, it would be unwise and undiscerning and quite detrimental for me to put a weight on them that they cannot bear. And so it's important to also balance what weight can my sisters bear? Right. Some people cannot afford to be around your relationship some people cannot afford because of maybe where they're at in their life maybe they just broke up with their boyfriend maybe they're going through heartbreak maybe they're still healing from trauma and every Mm. week they're going to their therapist talking about i don't know if i believe in love maybe those aren't the friends you need to go and talk to about your relationship issues do you know what i mean that's wisdom wisdom Wisdom. (laughs) and also being realistic right people are at different places different stages and different just areas in their life right now right and it makes me think of like the different stages of sisterhood right there are some sisters that you have that are older sisters there are some sisters that are your contemporaries and there are some sisters that are your baby sisters there's different levels to this sisterhood And you wouldn't go to your baby sister that's like five years old to hey can you hold this for me or let's talk about you know it reminds me of that meme. I don't know if you've seen it of like Kanye West mm. um, FaceTiming like a hamster. And he's like, I just want to talk about mind control. And this hamster <laughs> is just looking that. at him like, I don't, first of all, I don't even speak human. I don't yeah. speak human. Um, and it, it is reminiscent of that because sometimes we have these high expectations for our sisters, but as you were saying, they don't have the maturity in that specific area yeah. to support us in the way that we want. Yeah likewise there are some people that we think that we can be sisters to Mm. but we don't have the capacity to support them in that area and that's okay and i think even sometimes how many of us may have the guilt of overburdening Mm. other people because it's like oh i don't want this sisterhood or this relationship to always be in balance it's not even necessarily a question of being in imbalance but understanding does that person have the capacity to support me and paving it forward in another area, right? You could be perfectly well-versed in, you know, that you can be a good sister when it comes to, you know, finances. Mm. You are always putting that person onto, you know, networking opportunities. You are always, you know, you are phenomenal in that particular area, but you find that it's not necessarily reciprocated because they're going through, you know, turmoil right now. However, you can go to them when you do want to talk about relationship issues because they are, you know, in a thriving relationship or because they have had, you know, amazing experiences that can really speak to that area in your life. So it's really about being wise about the areas that you can provide good sistership and the areas that you can receive good sistership from the different people in your life. And also it kind of harkens back to the dilemma in a way of what are your expectations around fulfillment of your needs? Where can you get this from? And the diversification of such and understanding that again, it's not necessarily about complete fulfillment from one person, but about complementary fulfillment from 
very specific people Mm. but i wanted to touch really quickly on something that we also kind of touch on in our book as well this idea of conduct this idea of culture and this notion of girl code girl code so i think it's something that is very implicit in a number of different relationships and it can be used in a variety of different ways whether it be laying out the boundaries that you have or Mm. you know having those jovial interactions with your Mm. girlfriends around like what you will accept and what you won't accept in specific scenarios i would love to hear more about like the girl codes that you have with mm. the women in your life mm-hmm. what they actually look like mm-hmm. as well because i think sometimes there can be there can be a lot of resentment and disappointment that builds when people don't have the same version of the girl code right even in the conversation that i remember so vividly it was a really funny one yeah, where we were talking about you know would you date somebody yeah, yeah. that wasn't an ex at what time you yeah, know yeah. how much time has passed and all that <laughs> kind of stuff what would you do in this particular yeah. situation and that's actually one of my favorite ways to like talk to my friends Facts. it's like scenarios. scenarios all we did was like yeah. so do you remember back in the day when folks would just come to like lunch and be like so guys scenario what would you do if, if exactly. your cat grew wings Literally. and or my favorite one of my favorites was always because of criminal bias true crime yeah. it's like if i actually you know committed a crime how would you help me? how would you support me yeah. or what would you do if you found out one of us was a serial killer there we go and as outlandish as those examples are underlying these conversations is this notion of what is the code between us so i would love to hear more what are your thoughts on girl codes and what are some of the girl codes that you have with some of the women that you interact with? i think girl codes are necessary it's important for all of us to be on the same page as to what is right and what is wrong when it comes to our relationships what leads to a lot of rifts in friendships is because people don't know what to expect or they haven't expressed their expectations or no we're not on the same page as to what, ex- mm. what we expect i expect something from you which you don't expect of me yeah. that can sometimes be a problem and so where we uh, i guess for me the things that matter to me in terms of girl code is i wouldn't even t- privacy yeah firstly if i yeah, tell yeah. you something you ain't gonna tell nobody else unless i said you can tell them do you get what i mean um honor mm. like I am a human being outside of this friendship. I am a person as well. And I want you to be able to see all that I am and appreciate all that I am yeah. um, and not just see me as one of your, you can call it arrogance, you can call it pride, but I'm not just, you know, your friend that you can pick up and toss and do all of that. You can dishonor my time. You know, you tell me you're coming to see me and you're mm. like 50 minutes late because oh. I, what, I'm just spending my whole life waiting around for you. <laughs> No, I've got stuff the to tardy, do. The tardiness, I've got stuff to do. And you know, like yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. I'm always like, if we can fix the time issue, that would be great. You know, um, just because I think that that's a, like a display of honor, but mm. other ways to respect, you know, don't talk about me to mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, I just said, mm-hmm. or if you have an issue with me, come directly to me, things like that. Or, you know, if I have an ex and we were close, like real close, mm-mm. <laughs> You can't do it. You can't do it. Um, Things like that. I think it's all where we sometimes go wrong with girl code is we think that it's a universal rule. Exactly. And it's not. Some things run in certain friends groups, which don't run in others. You know, if you're a team of friends who are like, you know, well, everyone's, you know, aim right now is to marry somebody rich. I dated this rich guy and he didn't work for me, but he might work for you because our aim is to just get rich. Do you know what I mean? It's like maybe the whole sharing of excess things will run in your circle. Right, right. You know, so I think it's sitting down and as 
juvenile as people may say it is I actually think it's a fun exercise as well to just sit around and run scenarios and be like guys I watched this film like I remember we'd sat around and talked about like acrimony or certain different films yeah like certain different films like guys if that happened to you what would you actually do or watch a series like girlfriends on Netflix and be like if that was us what would we actually do and it reveals a lot about people's character and their their approach to life and what they're thinking at that time which I think is very helpful to Mm. us as people to know okay so Renee thinks like this Courtney thinks like this am I actually okay with that or is there more conversation we can have to try and get more on the same page so that none of us feel betrayed if this were to ever happen so for me again the whole girl code thing is very similar to cultivating culture in a relationship or in a household where it's like okay what's the system of governments what governance what are our values what are our norms um in this friendship what do we consider to be acceptable and unacceptable and actually outlining those those things and letting people know i I can't handle that or that's something i just can't take because it makes me feel disrespected it makes me feel as though um you know you've taken something from me or it makes me feel violated in some way and don't be you know and this is again a kind of full circle to what I was saying about you know people commenting deciding what they want for their life right um I think it's it's important to know where these girl codes are rooted you know if if your girl one of your girl codes is you can't be friends with people who I hate it could be a good chance to kind of analyze for yourself why are you so territorial with people who you do not own yeah um and things like that kind of is it juvenile is it immature is it a sign of immaturity is it a sign of insecurity kind of deep dive into why do you have the codes of conduct that you do but also it's something that once you have inspected it and you know it's coming from a good place or just from an honest place of I'm still working on myself Mm. you shouldn't be made to feel bad for the fact that you have expectations and I think that's where a lot of people get frustrated with the whole sisterhood conversation because you try to hold people to a standard and then it's similar to what we see in the red pill right it's like you try to hold people to a standard and now suddenly they're crucifying you for having a standard and it's like no you can have an expectation and you can have a standard for your friends Mm. and for the people in your life who you call sister that is actually completely fine but make sure that those standards are not only expressed but also that you meet them yeah and that you are also willing and so that and that you are also willing to listen to and try to meet somebody else's expectations which you think are reasonable wonderful so that's how i feel about girl code but how about you love that love that absolutely i mean it's no surprise that our feelings on girl code are very similar hence us being friends like and sisters oh my god (laughs) um (laughs) but no um i totally agree i think girl codes are necessary yeah i think they are the you know personal mission vision statement for the relationship and the friendship it's the this is how we behave with each other this is what is appropriate this is what is not appropriate and as frivolous again we can as we can see these relationships it's important and it's funny because you often have these codes with like romantic partners Mm. but then with friends you just oh i assume that they get it i assume that this is you know safe i i assume we need to leave assumptions alone, especially when Kill it comes it. to friendships, because not to say that our good sis in the um, example um, earlier didn't see it coming, mm. but it's like, maybe we can prevent some of the, we can do a little bit of work in mm. um, preventing these kind of situations from coming up by explicitly understanding, is this off limits to you? Right. No. Yes. If it is not, we have a problem. Right. We can't be as close because right. I don't feel safe around you. Yeah. It's also about creating spa- spaces for safety, right? The girl code is this is what is safe within our arena. This is what is not safe um, without mm-hmm. w- outside of our or arena. What poses a threat. 
or what poses a threat. So for me, girl codes are necessary. Integrity is a big one for me. Does what you do match what you've said? I cannot stand, I genuinely cannot stand folks because I'm somebody that is very much, I try as hard as I can to be an integral person. Yeah. I try, it's a very important thing, especially in a world of smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. where people are dedicated to lying online as well as offline, where people are hoodwinked mm-hmm. on a daily, weekly, mm-hmm. monthly basis. It is necessary for you to be a person of integrity yeah. and character yeah. when we are friends, yeah. because I need to be able to bank on your word. Facts. Not just your actions, but your your actions reveal your word. Therefore, when we get a little bit further down in our relationship, because I have the receipts of your actions backing up your word, I can take you at face value. And it makes it easier for me. I don't want to constantly be in relationships where it's like, oh, you said you'll do this, but I'm not really sure exactly. I don't want to be doubtful. I want to... I want my life to be as easy as I can make it. And one thing that makes it easy is knowing that I have integral people around me. Integrity is a big one. Mm. Transparency is also necessary. Mm. I don't like lying. Mm. I don't like, you know, I don't like any of that. Mm, I just mm, think mm, it mm. makes life again so So much more unnecessarily difficult. I love transparency because it allows me to understand where I can help you and where you can help me. I don't want to feel like I'm holding back. I think that really like completely stifles so many relationships and so many friendships where you don't feel like you can express yourself. You don't feel comfortable. You don't feel like you can be the person that you actually are Mm. because there is a lack of transparency. Mm. And there's been so many relationships that have been damaged as a result of lack of transparency. I don't want that for me or for my girls. I want them to feel again at home when they come to my house or like vice versa. Where are you really at? How Mm. can we help you? How can we rally together to help and support you and vice versa? Because I am accounting for the days that I will be down. As much as we all want to be up all the time, that's amazing. You will be down. There will be down days. More down days will come. And the worst thing that I can imagine is being around people where I can't be myself with you. I feel like I have to put up some kind of armor or whatnot, some kind of fortress. It's necessary to have transparent people around you. Another big kind of like girl code for me is genuine affection. Like, Show me that you love me. Mm. We often assume, oh, that's my friend. She loves me. Again, oftentimes you have to display that you actually care for this person. Care for me. Mm. Like actually love me. Um, And vice versa. I love displaying love to my Mm. friends. I love my friends. Mm. Like I love my sisters. Mm. I love having people around me. And maybe we've gotten to a place in society and communities where it's an uncomfortable thing to say, but it's the truth. And it's mm. necessary that you recognize it and you say it yeah. because life is so much more beautiful when you allow people to show you affection and allow yourself to show affection to other people. Yeah, like sure. I love hanging out with my friends. I, I really try, especially with like adulting and stuff like yeah. that. It may mean that we're hanging out in a month, but I'm looking forward to mm. hanging out with you in a month. And I want that reciprocated, right? But. There's nothing worse than yo, you're um, organizing to see somebody and then all of a sudden like it feels like you're dragging them in the friendship it feels like you're dragging them to show you affection you're an inconvenience do you know what i mean and again these are things that we often think about in our romantic relationships and demand from romantic relationships but we don't have as part of our girl codes there's so many people that feel rubbed the wrong way because they're not being shown affection and they don't feel like they can communicate it Mm. but if you say girl code guys actually i need you to show me some affection and vice versa i'll reciprocate then we have it in writing, in, mm. you know, we've verbalized in it. Agreement. It's out there. We're in agreement. 
Um, so that's super important to me. And I think honor is a big thing for yeah. me as well. Like genuinely, if I've said this is a particular boundary, yeah. honor that boundary. Don't test me on the boundaries. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that because do it that. shows that you don't respect me. Facts. And respect is another big thing for yeah. me. I need respect yeah. as well as I love to show respect. Yeah. Especially as human beings, as women, we're so often disrespected yeah. in so many different capacities. I don't want that permeating my friendships. Yeah. Respect is a big one. That's good. Um, so yeah, I think girl codes. That's excellent. We need them. We need them. Man. We need the girl codes, ladies. And we need to stop the toxic friendships. Yes, please. We need to stop the, you know, false sisterhood. And we need to, we have a code in the sisterhood. Don't touch what is not, not yours. yours. Please. Unless this is expressly communicated. Do not. Don't be taking nobody's husband. It's, no. Don't be. And look we know that folks are going to come at us with you know the husbands themselves also have to take accountability yeah, 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 yeah. We we've done it. that we in multiple it, episodes <laughs> no 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 but actually no no but yeah. we've actually done that yeah. we know that women are often singled out as the big bad wolf 100%. that came to steal you know from this grown ass man 100% um, but we do also need to take accountability girl code is important facts and don't also, be touching and it's something we talk about as well in go back to maybe season 2 about allowing women to be villains so many of us are putting like all the responsibility on the man and trust me all the responsibility is oh he can get that smoke 100 percent. but also the woman has all the responsibility to take of the fact that she has violated Absolutely. another woman she has violated another covenant which is not just her uh, her um sisterhood but somebody else's marriage or somebody else's relationship you did that and and I, it's important for us to allow ourselves to see women as, as villains so that we can also get to the bottom of our villainy right so that we can actually say hey we've got an issue here mm-hmm, that we need to mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. on and and it doesn't make us bad people. It doesn't make us evil people. It means that we had an evil moment and we allowed it to take hold. We allowed evil to take hold of us. But now it is our job to deliver ourselves from the hands of evil. Hello. Okay. Um, and that's how you don't constantly live as a villain. Um, but the other thing that I was going to say, please come back to my brain. When we do these things, it is a huge, and I love that you brought up integrity. It is a huge disservice we do to the character building we have been doing mm. over the years, Yeah, right? I know we can say it's one moment, like what I just said, like it's one moment. It was a lapse of judgment. I ended up kissing him. We ended up having sex. Okay, but do you know how much damage that could do to your reputation and as women we need to really and as people as people we need to guard our reputations because that's the sort of thing that can follow you around for a while now people know that girl took somebody else's man and i know we're living in a time where those things don't matter but they matter to me and the people who in your life you may want to gain love from in the future or the people who you want to build sisterhood with or the people who have been doing their you know glowing and growing spiritual journeys whatever it may be they may also have expectations of you as a person based on the work that they have done Mm -hmm. and unfortunately your reputation may say you don't do well as a good friend you are untrustworthy you are untrustworthy and you have to 
guard your reputation, guard your character with as much firmness and with as much um, seriousness as you even protect your own body. And that's why you need to fight off thoughts that come to your mind of jealousy, thoughts that come to your mind of comparison, because the things that they come to attack Mm -hmm. isn't just the relationship. It is your character. It is your reputation. It is your future. It is the things people think of you and say of you, which as much as we're living in a time where people are like, you know, F what everyone else thinks, you need the favor of (laughs) other people in order to progress through life, which is why we're harping on the fact that you need friends, you need sisters. But if no one wants to do life with you because your reputation says you are not trustworthy, you're making life more difficult for yourself. Absolutely. So don't sow these terrible seeds because of one lapse of judgment or because you gave into one temptation. And I know sometimes it can feel like, oh, but this is what I really wanted. But have you weighed the cost? Is losing your friends and losing your reputation really worth having this man as somebody who can also cheat on their partner? Do you not think they'll cheat on you? Is that the trade that you want to make? Ask yourself these questions. But again, if you want to make your home a dish, a I ditch, was literally about to bring it back to that metaphor. I was literally about to say, if you, you want to be, be a, a hedgehog, raccoon. we don't allow hedgehogs in this community. Facts. We don't. I'm sorry. Um, are yeah. you a mole? <laughs> Moles are dirty. dirty. It's filthy. It's giving skunk energy. You a mole? Girl. God damn. Don't and be you know a what? grasshopper. We're emphasizing this particular um, scenario, but it can happen in so many different yeah. areas. We've seen the backstabbing in the corporate spaces, in workspaces, and thinking, oh, okay, cool. I don't want my friend to progress in this particular it's area because, right? do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want my friend to, my so-called friend or sister to progress in this area because I want to progress in this area. Or we see it in so many other, like, just places in life where you're allowing your desire to be on top put you firmly at the bottom of the hearts and minds of the people that really matter and you will get to a point where you'll have nobody to you know account for you you'll have no one to support you you'll have no one to be able to speak on your behalf and as much as we you know we talk about um again f everybody it doesn't really matter it will matter when you end up alone like Mm. lonely and alone and you have even when we think about you know stealing men Guys, we have to like, I need you to go back to season one and just run TMS through up until this point, because we should not be, if there's one thing we don't stand for, it is the breaking up of families, family units, um, breaking up of other thriving relationships, breaking up of other, you know, areas it's of people's life. Where they're thriving, it's <laughs> because it's unfair and it's not cute. Unfair. It's, just, it's unjust. Not unjust. <laughs> <laughs> unless you have knowingly signed up for polygamy which is interesting because we need to do a whole podcast, a whole episode, podcast on that. episode on polygamy maybe unless, that is another example of why do you want that for yourself but you know what but if you want that if you i'm want not gonna that, yuck your yum do you know what and there you have it ladies and gents um if that is what you want for but you yuck. yeah Sorry, I just had to put that on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want um, it. You know what? Some of them are... Anyways, we'll see. We'll leave that for the, yeah, uh, the episode, episode, the polygamy episode. But shout sisters, and we say sisters in the, the meaning of the term with the, the depth sistren. attached to it, the sistren, you know what I'm saying? 
we want to protect you. We want you to see this as a safe space, but we also want you to have real sisterhoods that feel like safe spaces. We want you to feel like you can be transparent, vulnerable. That's why we use these buzzwords. They're not just buzzwords. They're also practical things that we want to build and cultivate within our communities. When we say to my sisters is a movement, it is a movement where we are reclaiming sisterhood. Mm. We are reclaiming friendship. Mm. We are reclaiming womanhood and allowing ourselves to build up what was once stolen from us or hijacked by social media narratives or patriarchy or various other institutions that have created so much enmity between and amongst women. We want to break that down completely. But in order to do that, we need you guys to get on board, which is why we want to grow this sisterhood as big as it is and continue growing. We want women to feel empowered by other women, Mm -hmm. not just in the sense of, you know, wearing the power suits and going to the cute little um, dinners out and stuff. We can do all of that, Mm -hmm. but we also want this place to feel like home. Come on. And it is with that in the desire to want to build good sisterhood Mm. that we'd advise you to buy our book. For real, pre-order it. Which is all about building Building lifelong friendships. friendships. If that wasn't a good segue, I don't know. (laughs) No, but honestly, pre-order it. Like we're not just plugging it because obviously it's our book. Obviously we're biased, whatever. But genuinely, we wouldn't put out anything that was nonsense. Like we don't run like that. We've poured out our hearts and our minds. Um, and like she's like Renee said, we've done a lot of research, all of these things. So please, if you would like to read more about the things that go into making friendship Absolutely. work and a lot of the topics which we've we've discussed in this episode, pre-order our book, man. Pre-order it, ASAP. It'll be a great addition to your library. It is available in the UK, the United States, South, South Africa. Africa. I mean on the Audible. On the Audible. Soon anyway. You As of March ninth. that's crazy march night we're gonna be out here like all you're gonna hear is just book you should get it in fact get it for yourself and a sister get it for a sister too for real do it with a sister as well read Mm -hmm. it with Mm -hmm. a sister do the activities with a sister Um, nice little games night in there's some activities you can do together you know these are great conversation starters actually so if you are looking for what your goal code is use the kind of topics and the activities in the book to spark those conversations absolutely and if you want to see real examples of sisterhood in action we have got plenty stories and anecdotes from our own personal lives some of triumph some of testing yeah all inside the book that you should pre-order amazing well sisters thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the to my sisters podcast and thank you for listening thank you for supporting us thank you for being a sister thank you for championing us we really appreciate it we love you guys we are looking forward to seeing you at our book launch on the 13th of march and we're also looking forward to connecting with you in the various different countries that we're going yeah, to how exciting. exciting cms takes the world <laughs> so make sure that you are all plugged in and yeah. you can do that by making sure you are following us on all socials at to my sisterhood on literally everything instagram tiktok linkedin all the all the fields all the fields all the fields and of course the sisters behind to my sisters you should come and follow us individually the lovely the wonderful the chocolatey the beautiful lady to the left of me who is looking fantabulous in this cream déclenche beautiful on the left at cd barting and of course come and say hello to me at Renee Kapuku. We love to see it. And make sure that you sign up to the Two My Sisters mailing list to receive weekly glowing and growing tips as well as exclusive access to certain things. The mailing list sisters really are the winning team. Cough like tickets to Not the book launch. Gonna lie. Cough like maybe just, did, a did discount. We say just, did we say yeah, discount you're only just going to put cert somewhere. You could do with that what you will. Don't miss out again. That would oh, be embarrassing. Well. 
So yeah, honestly, sign up to the mailing list. All you need to do is go to twomysisters.com, type in your email. We're not going to spam you. We're just going to be consistently there for you. Mm, reframing. So sisters we hope that you have an amazing week honestly go forth and be great we are rooting for you we love you and as always keep glowing and growing up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com